Hello, and welcome to the Consistent Profits Podcast, brought to you by Inside Out Trading and Brian McAvoy, where the focus is on consistency, because when you have the consistent part down, profits become easy. Hello, everybody. This is Brian McAvoy with the Consistent Profits Podcast, brought to you by Inside Out Trading. I'm excited today to be interviewing Troy Peterson of Gap Edge Trading. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today, Troy. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brian. Yeah, glad you're here. Uh, so everybody knows, Troy has over 20 years of experience in day trading. Uh, after gaining mastery in gaps in 2010, he launched Gap Edge Trading to assist traders in gaining an edge in the market day trading stock stocks that gap. Uh, Troy has trained and mentored hundreds of traders around the world in the, with his uh, Mastering the Gaps method, which we'll talk about later. Uh, <laughs> he's a master on how to uh, day trade stocks that gap up or down. Troy's been featured on SFO Magazine, Forbes.com, Money Show, Active Trader, and Trading Markets, and has been quoted in various leading financial sites and blogs. Uh, thanks again for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brian. So uh, I, I, I got I to ask. I was, I was curious. Uh, I mean, I, I ran across you on LinkedIn, and a lot of the uh, trading you know, educators that are there have been around for a while, like myself. Um, and so, you know, there's a history like prior to trading uh, that seems kind of a common path that, you know, a lot of people, they'll, they'll, they, you know, they got, went to college, uh, had a career for a while, and somewhere, you know, around 40 plus or minus five years, they got into trading. And so, you know, when I was looking at your history, you know, I saw that it went back to, you know, you started, uh, you know, trading in 2001. Um, yes. Prior to that was, you know, college. So did you really go straight from college to uh, trading, or was there something? Well, technically, yes, I did. I, I, mean, I, fi I finished my four-year degree when I was 29, my life, and I would, would come back to school. So, And then I started shortly after college. I was working a career, and um, in the, in the, it was pension administration. I was managing 401ks, profit sharing plans, doctors, lawyers, working for a Benetech, a Benetech administration plan service. And I just I saw all the money, right? And I saw that people that made all the money were the owners, right? And I thought, and I was, you know, doing this for a couple of years, I was like, I'm not, this, I'm not stupid. I could figure out, you know, that people that either own a business or were in the financial world were the only people that had the money in this country. And that's what, that's what I learned. So I was like, well, I, I'm no dummy. You know, I don't want to be, I want to figure out a way to make this work for me and my family. Hey. So um, I started swing trading I was able to, you know, Alan Greenspan was lowering the interest rate, right, back then. So keeping money in the bank, you weren't making much money. We we made more than we made now, but but there was no, it wasn't, you know, having, you know, $50,000 in the bank just didn't seem like it was a, a good idea. So I talked to my wife and said, hey, there's this newsletter, you know, my, my four of my buddies and I, we joined together. It was CBS Market Watch, and the guy was making calls that were just phenomenal like 800 percent and so my buddy who had been trading in florida for a while i showed him the newsletter and he's like hey this this stock's the one man i knew nothing i was green as can be actually the less i knew but better because i just followed his footsteps and he went he went all in on this um oil and gas stock out of china okay. and so he went in 25k so i put in 20k and the stock went from 59 cents to seven bucks i got out at 566 something i made like six figures you know, I was kind of pissed because it didn't go to 10. The guys said we go to 10. But then I knew I had gotten like a chunk of money, right? right. And so I, I told my wife, I said, we could squander this. 
or we could use it. And so then, then I began to like want to learn how to day trade. So I pursued educators like myself and spent some time with with a lab for two weeks, you know, training with these guys. And you know, I was on, and I was in Southern California, and I would was able to trade the open and go to work, so I could get up, you know, at six a.m. and trade till like you know eight o'clock, eight thirty, and then be at work at nine. So it worked great for, and that's why I was attracted to gaps because you could just do it in that 90 minute window. So I, I really was drawn to it and, you know, cut my teeth on gaps. And the guys that trained me were really into gaps, you know, with stocks, equities that gap up or down based upon news and the pre-market. It was like, it was like a fabricated watch list every morning. Okay. You didn't have to like, you know, scan. Well, you had to scan for the gaps, but you didn't have to like, you know, after the market closed, look for gaps because it was always always in the morning before the market opened, you know, in the in New York pre market. But okay. so that's how I kind of got my start. Huh. And well, that's cool you actually have to kind of land in, in, a, in the right place for you. Um it, a lot of a lot of traders, you know, they'll, they'll start in one place and they kind of meander around trying different things before they find out what, what works for them. Yeah. Yeah, very cool that you kind of started in the right spot. Very cool. Huh. Well, yeah, I actually, in, in the process of the gaps, you know, I was do, working the gaps and I would go to work and trade the gaps and became, you know, I did everything. I tried everything on the sun, you know, you know, indicators and not, you know, not not bashing anybody. It just didn't work for me. And I dibbled, nibbled in the futures market, you know, with uh, S&P, you know, 500 uh, ES minis. And then I did a little Forex and I never slept. You know, doing forex, I was up at you know two in the morning, going to the bathroom, checking my pound. You know, down you know a thousand dollars on on the on the British pound, and, and I told my wife, "So this isn't working because I, I just can't sleep." You know, when I'm doing forex, and so then I just dialed back down to like you know just gap trading, what was working, what, what why I began it, and then just pursued my journey from there. And then people started seeking me out, you know, just in social media on Twitter and stuff to mentor them. And I never intended to start a my own service, but then I just you know, as mentioned, people in Brazil and South America, you know, Europe, people were just hitting me up to coach them. So I was coaching these guys. And then I just kind of one day just thought, why don't I just start like a, a room, you know? And then there's, as I got penetrated again back in 2010. So. Huh. So you said you started a room. What, what, the tra yeah, training room? Oh. Yeah, training room. Yeah. Where I make the calls, we go over the game plan. And I still have a training room now, but it, it's, it's pretty much like I, I don't really promote it much. If someone shows up, you know, you know, and wants to be part of it, they can. But I don't like just like in the beginning, you know, I did it for like, you know, 13, you know, 12 years. I kind of backed off them. I kind of enjoying this little slower paced life, you know. I just got back from Maui yesterday. My wife, my family spent some time in Maui just enjoying life. And nice. my kid's getting older now. And so it's just kind of like I love trading. It's like I always have it. And I love helping other traders you know, develop an edge, you know, and that's, I think that's the key to trading. Huh. Well, so as far as gap trading, uh, for those unfamiliar with it, I want to kind of explain what, what you're talking about with gap trading. Sure. Sure. So when an equity closes at the night, you know, at the end of the trading day, previous trading day, say, you know, a stock like Microsoft, say whatever the price is, 305, and tomorrow morning it opens up on earnings or bad news or good news, and it gaps down to like say 290 or 285. That's like you know, it's a, that's a gap from the previous close. So whether it's up or down, it can create a shift in momentum to the upside or to the downside depending on you know, the move. They can be faded, 
And there's a lot of strategies I've, I've incorporated you know, based upon prior price action, which is kind of my main indicator, you know, where the stock opens from the previous close compared to where it was, but trap traders on the long side or trap traders on the short side, there can be a big momentum play on either side during the day trading day. Okay. So with your gap trading, is now is that a day trading strategy or are you swing trading? Yeah. Okay. No, purely gap day trading, purely that's what I focus on. Okay. So you, you're not holding positions overnight? No, not not in the strategy, no. I mean, I do do, you know, option trades on myself, you know, for swing trading, but for capitalization leverage, I just do options for swing trading. Huh. Okay. Um, now, why do you see why do you see this particular strategy as as a good edge compared to other strategies? Well, it's not necessarily a better edge than other strategies. You know, I think anybody that's developed a strategy and honed in on on some some set of I think it's I think trading is to be developed. You know, what fits your personality. So to say my edge is better than somebody else. I, it's, I don't. I don't believe so. I mean, there are a lot of people that have different edges than me, and maybe make make more more money than I do. Um, I I think it just fits me, you know, and fits some of the guys I help out. Um, I think it's because it's. I just want to keep it simple, you know. It's like this. It's so say say you see a stock gap on uh, in the open today. Just hypothetically, I didn't trade today, so I don't even know what moved today. But um, and it was uh, you know whatever ABC stock, and it was. And it had like, you know, a million in, you know, breakout volume in the pre-market. So there's an indicator, a hint that there's something going on there, right? So the stock normally trades 200,000 shares a day. It's already done three times in the pre-market. It's telling you that there's something going on that you want to pay attention to. So by the night close, it's probably done, you know, 15 million, you know, after the day's trading. So it had, you know, like over X amount increase in volume. And then you watch the news and it made the news because it, there was some kind of, you know, activity going there in the, in the news realm. So I don't really pay attention to the news. I mean, I'm aware of the news. It doesn't determine my bias. I'm particularly uh, paying attention to the free market volume, where it's gapped to, and where it potentially could go intraday based upon the free market trading action. The free market trading action gives me a range. So if it's already had a big range in the free market, say it's going to move five bucks up or down, that's a range that I can that it can go back into in a day trading day. So, you know, I, I use like, say it's not down on 10 bucks and it rallied at the open $5 or $6. That's, that, that range back to the downside is a, is a very big potential for a target for me intraday that and it typically hits if it's not typically, but just like you've been doing this long enough. So you just kind of gather like an intuitiveness, you know, it's based upon experience. So it's not like you, you, you know, it's like a, I mean, we formatted the method, and it's like you know. Some days I don't even trade because there's there's no gaps. You know, there's nothing I, I'm I'm doing. So I find myself being bored a lot. And so you know, I've done all the days of trading. You know, I have to have five trades, ten trades a day, or whatever. But now it's just like let's just find the best trade for the week and make ten R. You know. Okay. Huh. So generally speaking, so whenever you got you have a gap in the market, you're, you're just looking to position yourself so that. Um, when it when it uh, kind of re re, re, uh, re uh, readjust to, to cover back over that gap, is that correct? I mean, is that like the, the general premise of the strategy? Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the way that I used to just describe it is to say it's like you know, it's like when a stock gaps to in a way that's going to break from momentum upside or downside based upon the gap. It's like you know, you you, you know, like an animal, like a dog is chained up in a yard, mm -hmm. 
and you can only go so far, right? Because, you know, support, resistance, and all those things play in play. You know, there's nothing really happening. There's no event there, right? Because it's just, you know, the market makers are holding it in those price range. But once it, that dog breaks that chain, you know, like the gap breaks that trend up or down, it's free to roam. It basically, it's going for price discovery. So a stock is looking for price discovery. It's trying to find, you know, like where are the buyers at? Where are they going to come in and support the stock? Or, you know, where are the sellers at? You know, so it's more about price discovery and paying attention to the event that's unleashed the, the equity from the prior support and resistance areas that previously held in the trend. Okay. <clears throat> so, but you, you're typically looking for, I mean, when, when you, when you're looking at a trade, are you looking for a particular, uh, you know, reward or risk or? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do look for a particular reward risk. At least, you know, three to one is what a, what a ideally, you know, um, I mean, I'm not looking for a scalp, you know, one to one, nothing like that. So at least a minimum three to one. Okay. You know, risk 50, make 150 right. potentially. And targets are like ways to describe it. Targets are very um, subjective. They're an eye of the beholder, right? And we're, no one, we're not guaranteed our targets. But like I said before, I use a lot of the pre-market data of high volume breakouts to determine like, you know, where a stock potentially could hold or move up to on the up or down side based upon the pre-market trading action that's occurred before the market opened. So this, the equity will respond to those prior support resistance areas that it had in the pre-market. Okay. Well, that, that makes sense. Um, yeah, that's fine. And uh, do you use other indicators? You, you, you talk about volume, obviously using price actions. What are, what other, yeah. do you use other? The only thing I, I pay attention to in the, over the years, I've kind of like had a love-hate relationship with and have now just keened in on is is the volume at average price. Um, okay. Pay attention to that because if if a if a stock, particularly my well, some of my rules, I'm going to give them away. Is if an equity in the uh, intraday chart, five fifteen minute, thirty six minute chart, if it's below the VWAP, I'll, I'll hypothetically, you know, in within a guideline, look to stay short. Now, if it's over the VWAP and it tends to hold that area, I'll look to be long in with that as being support area. With obviously with with confirmation, this is not blindly. You know, I have to see some prior price action support that uh, thesis. Um, the VWAPs come up more and more uh, over the last uh, recent times uh, in conversations with other traders. So, so what is it that you like about the VWAP? Um, well, just in my study over the years, it's, it's kind of like a benchmark for institutional traders that they're you know they, they buy or sell around that area. And tend, the price action, if you study it, you know, a gap that's, you know, you didn't trade it for the day and you look at it, you'll tend to see a lot of action around the VWAP that support it. I mean, it's not foolproof in a sense, but right. there's this, it seems to be over time, it's, there's a very consistent uh, attraction to to buying or selling around that price, around that price area on the VWAP. Okay. So yeah. I like that because it's kind of like, just like, it's a no brainer. It's right there, you know, look, what's it doing? It's a gauge, it's a gauge, you know. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things I like about it, it, it you know, being volume weighted. Okay. So yeah, it, it's taking that into account, which does matter. Um, but one thing, and it's fun uh, in conversation, particularly with, uh, you know, uh, like coaching clients, you know, they're wanting to use moving averages and, and use them mm -hmm. as, you know, uh, like, uh, you know, support or resistance or, you know, target and that kind of stuff. But what I find funny with, uh, you know, weighted averages is, the market doesn't know what the averages are. 
Right. It doesn't know where that line is. doesn't care. But no. if you're looking at specific numbers, you know, like, a, you know, a, a pivot point or whatever, where, yeah, the market actually turned, those numbers now are significant as far as, you know, decision uh, decisions of the marketplace. Absolutely. The averages, it's funny when people are using them for, you know, decision points uh, that, you know, they're looking for the market to make moves. It's like, no, the, the, the market doesn't know what the, you know, the, the average of the last 50 price. <laughs> price you know. I used to call them spaghetti, spaghetti lines, you know, it's just... Yeah. No meaning here, say. Huh. So, uh, a couple of just like general questions for you. I mean, as far yeah. as trading, I mean, what do you what do you see uh, most people ignoring about trading that they shouldn't? I think the, the in just mentoring a lot of traders and working with a lot of traders over the years, and and really wanting them to succeed and helping them out on the journey. I mean, trading is just it's it's one hundred percent a journey of introspection. It's like it's highly psycholo- psychological. In a fence that you you trade your your beliefs, you know about the world, about money, you know your fears have a huge impact. And I think people don't really understand. They think that they get they gather a method, but they don't take the journey of introspection about themselves and what they believe about money and the relationship with money in the world. That they may hinder themselves and sabotage themselves in ways. So it's really a psychological thing. I I, I believe that if you really stay in this journey of trading a lot. That you'll, if you don't hone in on your fears and your past traumas or whatever could be influenced, you know, Denise Scholes is an amazing part of her. Denise Scholes, she, she's like trading. Yeah, I mean, I've I've, I've done some, you know, uh, coaching with her. Shoot, like ten years ago, she revolutionized my trading. Um, just the psychological capital that people have. I think people don't, don't take into account that, you know. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, well, since this is the uh, Consistent Profits podcast, I, I have to ask, what do you, what do you consider like the top uh, key things uh, as far as being able to make consistent profits as a trader? It's, it's, it's a game of, of odds, you know. So money management is, is the key to being successful because, you know, if you go in for a three to one, you know, risking 50 cents and potential is three, you know, and you, you just play out the odds. And if you stop out, you just don't take it personal. And, and the next one plays out for 5R. You know, it's like, it's money management is, is everything. So I believe that's the key to, you know, psychological evaluation, understanding, you know, psychological capital, and then money management. And, uh, you know, know your entries, know your exits before you get in the trade. Um, and people, you know, people always have the, the FOMO, you know, it's like, oh, I could have made more. But did you follow your plan is the key, you know. Did you did you, did you execute what you're supposed to execute? And if it stopped out, it stopped out, you did your plan. And if, if it would have worked, but you didn't, but you used your stop, you're still a winning trade because you followed your plan. Huh. So uh, you mentioned uh, Denny Scholes. Uh, what other uh, people have been influential on your journey? Well, she was huge because um, just understanding, untangling ourselves from just the psychology. And then, oh, what was that book? I, I can't remember now. I recommend it to everybody. I, oh, Mark Douglas trading. Mark Douglas trading in his own. One of my favorite books. He, he basically, you, you, your, your, your beliefs predict your future. You know what you believe. You know. Now, part of the reason I laugh is, is like when, when I ask about you know books, recommended books. It, trading in the zone always comes up. Always. It's a great book, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you if you quote the guy on Twitter, he'll come after you because it's like, I've never quoted him. I've heard this and people said that he's like a, 
you want anybody quoting his book or nothing. People are going to buy it. You know, if you like, why wouldn't you like that? <laughs> yeah, but he's got some good stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, any other books or uh, influential people on your journey? He wrote Yeah, stuff? like Dr. Joe Dispensia, um, Supernatural. He's a meditation coach. Um, you've heard of Dr. Joe Dispensia? Yeah. yeah. You wrote the placebo book. Um, great. It's not a trading book, but it's psychological. It's meditation, reprogramming your subconscious mind. You know, huge into meditation. Um, well, even for a lot of work um, in in the field and and impacted a lot of people. But I mean, you, you, you well, you remember his story. He actually didn't. Wasn't he like in a car wreck and like totally wrecked? His yeah, he got ran over by a car and just crushed his spine. Yeah, and and actually was able to heal himself with the the. Yeah spiritual work which uh, yeah it's just i mean very cool story but yeah i like very it. cool story yeah well i think it's a power if we, if we really understand the power we have within ourselves to like you know create our futures and most people get stuck in the past and keep repeating the past and the future so if you can untangle yourself from the trauma of the past we've all had bad things happen to us and just move on and start creating a good future you know it's not like you know going to happen overnight but if you take the journey down the rabbit hole you know just you know, actually, when I, I was coaching clients, I, I took on a bunch of coaching clients back in uh, 2020. I took on three guys for six months. And the prerequisite I had for them before I would coach them was they had to read Dr. Joe's book, um, Becoming Supernatural. <laughs> and so I, I thought that was, um, they everyone enjoyed it because I want to begin, I want them to begin in a place where they can succeed, you know, because I can give them the tools that they don't have the internal intuition and belief about themselves they're not going to arrive at success oh yeah well part of what he does that i like that, that can be very helpful for traders so it's cool that you're you're, you're having him uh read that is uh and i've heard him repeatedly you know, on, on dozens of talks that he's done um how a lot of people it's like they're they start their their day in replay mode of yeah. what happened yesterday and they're they're just running these memory loops and so it's like just from the moment they wake up they're just immediately reinforcing the past without even really paying attention to it and yeah his, yeah his whole thing is you have to kind of take control and you know take some quiet time and, and then sit your body down and tell it no this is this is where we're going <laughs> yeah you have to tell it yeah i think the thing really key thing is just being mindful you know just yeah. being present you know, being aware of your thoughts is one thing I teach traders, you know, I have them take a, you know, pad next to their, you know, trading desk. And I said, when you have them, like, you know, Denise Scholl has always taught us, it was like, you know, when you have a, a negative emotion or negative feeling, just let it pass through you. It's not you. It's just let it go through you. It's just an event. It's, you don't have to act on it. And I think some traders, you know, in the beginning, in their journey, they just act on, you know, revengeful, like, I lost, I got to get it back, you know, one of the worst things you could do. But letting those feelings and emotions, just being aware of them, journaling them, and being cognizant of them, and understanding them, and then maybe address them to find out where they're coming from. Like, why is it when you trade, you get mad at your dad or your mom, or like what kind of, you know, just kind of untangle yourself. It's, it's, it's really, really psychological. All, a lot of things are, you know, but, but when you're expressing emotions, you like find out where did that invading thought come from. Yeah, I wasn't thinking that, and it just came to me as I got pissed off, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that. Well, that's true. Um, huh. Well, so as far as with your with your gap edge trading, you said that you had started that uh, just because you know people were kind of seeking out, and and you wound up uh, you know helping various people decided to go ahead and make it a full time thing. Um, 
What's it like when somebody comes to work with you? Are you doing one-on-one coaching? Do you have like online courses or, you know, like I said, how, how do you actually go about helping people? Yeah. I mean, particularly, you know, you know I, have my, I have my room, my training room where I post, you know, all my trades that I do, you know, in the trade list we always focus on. And then I have a purely a chat aspect to it. So there's the alert aspect, which is a separate piece to it, which by itself, nobody can say nothing, just me. Then the chat space is another place where they can ask questions, and you know, particularly, I if 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 a guy signs up for the um the for the the course, I have like an online course about the, the method of gap pitch trading. Okay. They get access to the room for like a month, free, of, you know, not free, included in the price. In that way, they can kind of see, you know, they can kind of learn. I want people to learn with, you know, have the education and the seed in action. You know, you know this, this is what this is what the course is teaching. Here I am doing it every day. You know. Okay. The gap list, focus on gap ups, gap down. And then if they if they want to sign up for a coaching, they can do it by the hour. Do I haven't I haven't done any uh like six months coaching sessions since back in 2020. Just time wise is busy, but right. you know, I do I do make time out for people if they want to meet up for like an hour coaching session or whatever. But, oh. but yeah, I mean I, I haven't been too I mean I, I do I we have about you know 20, 20 guys in our room right now, but I'm not like Back, you know, when I first started the business, I was, you know, never paid for any advertisement, never, never bought ads on Facebook or Twitter, just everything's organic, you know, I was all about just like, if people find me, you know, if they're meant to be part of my group, then they'd be part of my group, because I mean, I really do enjoy helping people win, you know, and and it's not about winning, I think it's helping them find themselves to know that everyone, I think it was like, uh, Dr. Joe said was, uh, no, was, um, Pro, we've all been programmed in a way, right? So, like, you know, back to the psychological thing is like, you know, if your child and you're programmed to seven, and, and I think like 12 years old kids go into a um, a stress state before puberty and they're no longer programmable. So, if you have like a traumatic child, you may be living it out, you know, in your past and all that stuff. So, it's it's all it's interesting how life just flows from psycho- psychology. So, my wife has a degree in psychology, so she's she's kind of helped me. A, l- a little bit, you know, from that area, but, but yeah, I, I do, I do, you know, people can come to my website and, you know, join, they can do a trial to my room, you know, it's no charge, you know, they want to kick the tires. and. Yeah, you said that you have an online course, uh, is that like, mm-hmm. is that text-based, is it video-based, or? No, it's video-based, it's all on demand, I used to, I used to teach it live, like, you know, like once a month, and, you know, it was like, and I was just kind of like, wow, this is getting tired of teaching this thing, you know, and people sign up, and and then, I just, and then it wouldn't work all the time with people's schedules. So then I just recorded it. And then once they sign up, they get lifetime access. You know, it's stored on the server and they get a password and log on. Okay. And you said that's where, with that, that's your, you were teaching your method. Yeah, correct. That's the method I um, teach. About, about how long does it take to, uh, for somebody to get through that? Uh, the course is uh, like five hours. Okay. So um, kind of go over some basics and then build from there into the um, into the method, what we do. Okay. So once they are, are exposed to the training, about how long does it take before they're kind of, you know, starting to get up on their own two feet and starting to get, you know, competent with it? Does it, I mean, was it like, you know, a couple of weeks, 30 days, three months, six months? I mean, most people come, usually people don't start out with education. They usually kind of people, most people kind of, because people, 
typical people that have money, doctors, lawyers, dentists, they kind of have like an ego. They think that they can, they've mastered, right? They've mastered in a sense, they've been successful, right? They, you have money in a sense to trade, you know, 50, 100,000. You've done something, right? Maybe you flipped a house or whatever and you want to invest in trading. And most people, most of from my experience, don't typically go to education first. They try to do it on their own. But I mean, but I put the basics in there for the people that don't, you know, just, you know, like my son, if he just started, he could watch it and learn. He knows nothing about trading. Okay. You know, 16, he's never traded. So, okay. No, I was just curious. I've actually been kind of surprised. Um, some, uh, you know, method uh, uh, providers that I've, that I've talked to, um, you know, they'll, they'll say it takes, you know, six months to a year before you're, you know, pretty competent with their method. More profitable. Um, yeah. And so that's why I was curious. And, you know, and others, you know, it can be fairly quick if, it's, if it seems straightforward. And yours seems pretty straightforward. Yeah, very straightforward, very simple method. I mean, is this like, you know, just give them, I give them everything that I've gathered over, you know, the years of trading that I've done. Um, I don't typically like to say, you know, how long, because I think it's up to the person. You know, I've seen people come on and just run with it and get and do better than me, you know, and I think that's great, you know. And then I've seen people struggle and I people will take a lot longer. So I think it's, it's if somebody's hungry, if someone's disciplined, they can learn quickly. You know, I think just like with anything you do in mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious. Like I said, you know, some, some guys, you know, it's like six months. It's, they, they know that that's kind of the baseline. Others, you know, yeah. 30 days. Yeah, I would say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, you know, people, a lot of people will ask me, you know, they'll send me a message or meet up with me online to chat. And they'll ask me, you know, when can I be profitable? And I always try to tell them, I say, you know, you don't focus on the money at first. Focus on learning the method. And, and the way that I was able to successfully be able to you know, become a full-time trader, I started part-time was my wife and I both had jobs. And if you can work a job or have income come in, it takes a lot of pressure off you to okay. be able to format and trade. And so I think the less pressure and the people that seem to do the worst are the ones that had to like make money, you know, and have to like pay the mortgage. That's the worst place to be in, honestly. Oh, true. True. Because, yeah, then you start trying to force stuff and you do all kinds of stupid things. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well huh so uh well as far as with trading your method now you're you're dealing you, uh you said that you had traded forex at another time but you're now you're trading strictly stocks right with with your yeah, stocks and, and, I, and i swing trade for my my retirement plan my wife and i's with uh options but okay but yeah i do strictly just trade equities and i've been i've been with the same broker since 20 uh, 2003 trade station and people say, oh, you can go with this platform. I like TradeStation because they, they have, you know, platform and brokerage together. And it's all I know. So, I mean. Yeah. No, and that makes sense. You know, if any broke, don't fix it. Besides, there's always a, there, there's a price to a learning curve. Absolutely. A new platform. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's probably better ones out there, but hey, this works for me. So. Well, TradeStation is not a bad platform. So, yeah. No, no, it's not. It's for you, sure. Yeah. Rock and roll. I and I think that trading, you know, should, should be boring, you know. You know, if you're not bored, I mean, to me personally, I mean, boring, I mean, for what I do, I mean, people may be scalping, you know, I've never found any success in scalping personally. Um, it's just five minute, 15 minute, 30 minute, 60 minute setups, you know, you know, sometimes early, 
on a, a real advanced gap method, I could get in on the 15 second chart at the open. But that's like, I would never like, that's just from experience doing myself, but it's something I would like say, hey, you do this. And the guy like, you know, it's just very, it's, it can be difficult. There's a lot of advanced setups that I would never teach, you know, myself with somebody unless I was mentoring them one-on-one. Yeah. Um, you probably know that. Well, yeah. Um, no, and it's it's good that you keep it simple. I, well, so as far as what you're doing, though, uh, would it would your strategy also be applicable maybe for somebody who wants to trade futures? You know, I get that question a lot. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I think, yeah, I think that that could be true, actually, on event days. You know, like, you know, say there was, like, you know, a bombing. Remember back there? I remember there's been catastrophic events that the market always responds to like there's a bombing in spain you know shoot that's probably 12 years ago and then where the market reacts violently to the news and um but, but those events are they're, they're not like every day you know what i mean mm-hmm. there was actually a guy uh, i can't remember his name i think he he switched to a hedge fund he was actually an educator scott was his name i can't remember his last name and it was his, his website used to be called trade the gap okay he specifically just traded off the um, the triple Qs, and 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 I think he had a method that he developed. So I, I, I yeah, there is a way you can do it, but I don't. I never knew his method, but and but he later turned into uh, managing people's money. So he's probably doing quite well. Okay, but so so for you and and your students, you you guys are focusing primarily on the stock market, the U.S. stock market. Yeah, just equities. Yeah, yeah, U.S. U.S. market particularly. Um, what what would you consider a minimum capital for somebody to be able to trade your method effectively? Well, I mean, I mean, you have to have twenty five minimum to open up a margins account with a broker, but I wouldn't go in twenty five because it's just like you have a couple of days lost, you're below the minimum. So I'd say at least thirty five. You know, thirty five give yourself a little leverage to uh, not sweat the losses. You know, in the learning curve, and I always teach people to start small. You know, have your risk amount you know, set, you know, our method set to like, you know, a hundred bucks, you know, make it worth, you know, that it's painful when you do lose, because in other words, you're never going to learn. If you, if you, if you're, if you're losing 10 bucks and doesn't bother you, you know, you're not going to learn from the mistake, but lose a hundred, make 300, you know, lose 200 and make 150. You know, it's, it's a purely just a, it's a, just a percentage game, you know, mm-hmm. if you, if you're following your, your method strictly and, and keeping stats is, is very important. You know, and, and particularly the time of day. Some sometimes, you know, after the morning session, it's probably not. A, you know, lately, it's, markets has been relentlessly strong. You know, sideways, choppy, and um, I was glad I went to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> well, besides, this is a really good time to the time of year to go there. Actually, the whales are still there, aren't they? Yeah, and we were in Maui, and the evening the winds would pick up a little bit. Yeah, so we were in Wailea. Um, yeah, I didn't want to come back. I was like, well, why don't you just extend it out? But we have a dog and someone watching our dog for us. So we couldn't, didn't extend it any longer. No, our life is nice. Uh, my, my sister's been, she's been living on Maui since 87. She's been there for a long oh, time. Oh, where's she live? Uh, she's over in uh, Makawao. Okay. I know where that is. Yeah. yeah. Cool. yeah. Not a bad place to live. Yeah. I've been there a number of times. Actually, I, yeah, I, I, think, the, I think the trading time wouldn't work too well though. Cause you get it, get it early in the morning now. Well, um, for a lot of people, it works. Um, yeah. I mean, so now I, I get five thirty like West Coast time, so that would probably be two thirty. Yeah, two thirty. Right. Uh, well, I'm on the East Coast, so yeah, it's it's six hours difference for me to Maui. 
Um, yeah. So, yeah, about three. It should be like either two or three for you, depending on daylight or standard time. Where are you located at? I'm in North Carolina. Oh, okay. Well, I'm fine. I haven't been out that way. It's pretty nice out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like it here. Uh, it's a gorgeous state. Um, probably some of the prettiest areas on the East Coast, and, and this I just know from driving through them, uh, North Carolina, gorgeous. Tennessee, beautiful. Oh, yeah, I love Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, mountains, trees, tons of lakes and rivers and everything. Kentucky, oh, gorgeous. Horse country up there. So what, what, if you can, if you probably live in the place you want to live, but if, if you don't, though, what city would you live in? Like, because, you know, as a trader, we don't need to live in big cities. We want to live like a nice area, you know, quiet, small place. You know, where would you pick in North Carolina? Or, or maybe already there? Well, I'm kind of already there. I mean, right now I'm uh, in the Raleigh Durham area. Which okay, is, Raleigh. I'm very familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This, this, is, this is a great area here. Um, and found out I'd, I'd forgotten about it. I got reminded uh, not too long ago that uh, Van Tharp uh, lived in Cary, which is about 10 minutes from Yeah, me. that's exactly right. He did. Cary's a pretty choice little town. but Is it? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Um, uh, very clean, well-kept. Uh, just yeah, really super nice part of town. So, uh, yeah, this whole area is good. I mean, North Carolina is a, a really nice state. Uh, you know, you got the mountains, you got the coast. Um and you know moderate but moderate uh, weather but it's still four seasons um that's nice no fire ants you can grow real grass here <laughs> but it, there are lots of pluses compared to like a little further south or further north so um, yeah that's true we, my wife and i were kind of we've been here for three years in, in arizona and we're like uh we're ready to go our son's got two years up of high school but we told him but i don't know after going to maui we're like you know what why we live in a place that, we just get out. So we're actually we're actually exploring. Is going to explore some places this summer to think about. Oh yeah, changing changing locations, sell our house, and do so something where, different. Where you think about going? We don't know yet. We we actually in Tennessee. We're looking at Tennessee, Florida, Texas, and maybe we're checking North Carolina. We're just kind of looking. So yeah. looking for something different. We've lived all over the place. We lived in California, Oregon, Idaho, Arizona. Oh, yeah. Being a trader, you know, you can, you can actually you can actually move around. Oh, yeah. I've lived in a lot. Yeah. Huh? I've lived in nine states. Yeah, well, yeah, you're probably you're probably good. So you well, found the perfect place then. Well, um, I came here by choice. I was in Colorado before here. What and, part? Uh I was in Grand Junction. Oh, okay. I, I one of my clients is in Grand Junction. She owns a ranch out there. Yeah. Her name's uh Deb, yeah. yeah. yeah we uh, we actually we lived in Fort Collins for a period of time. Fort Collins is nice, yeah. Um, Windsor, actually, right next to them. Windsor was part, right next to Fort Collins. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and one one of the things that's nice about trading and yeah, working for yourself is yeah, you just, you're like, oh, I'm ready for something new, and you just kind of pick up and move. <laughs> that's what we're ready for. We're ready for. So, yeah, very cool. Um, yeah. Well, I tell you what, I, I really have enjoyed this. Um, and if somebody wants to, uh, you know, connect with you, they, they like what they've heard here today. Uh, it's probably the best way to catch up with you just to swing by your site. Yeah, gapistream.com. Okay. Um, and it, so that's probably the best place. And uh, they can if they can reach out to you through there or you know, look into your offerings there? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, yeah, they can do that. They can send me a message through there. The email, my email is troy at gapistream.com. Or you send me an email through the website, a message through there. Um, yeah. I used, to, I used to do like these webinars all the time and, you know, I haven't done any of that for a while. I've been pretty complacent with with the um, with Gap training, but you know I have a core group of guys I work with right now, so I'm actually just 
happy happy to help the guys we're kind of a, a little team you know some some guys actually do all the do the lift for me because i've trained them so well and they'll, they'll do the gappers for me so i have to get up as early right well you said that you've got the course but you're also doing weekly um videos right no no weekly videos i, I used to okay um yeah but the course in the room or what i offer and then i offer coaching if, if somebody you know you know that i i can't remember though um on the website which out which i have i think it's just by hour or half an hour right all right okay so it's got the typically course. typically a good coaching session goes an hour typically right. well you said you got the room um as well though yes the training room training room with training alerts i post charts in there i do i do videos in there sometimes um you can i can do it's in telegram you feel the telegram app mm -hmm. Yeah, you can you can post live feeds in there, um, and uh, it's just I used to I used to pay a lot of money to be on those um, those live chat services. I can't remember the name of them, but it's been a few years. But they're like a thousand bucks a month to run one of those uh, one of those rooms. And I thought, why don't I just go with Telegram? Everybody seems free, you know. Yeah. That's overhead. Yeah. <laughs> well, it works. So very cool. It, it does. Well, again, Troy, for thank, thanks for taking the time for this today. It's been a better pleasure. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. I appreciate the offer. I really do. Very, very cool hearing about your strategy. It's uh, different, which is cool. Um, yeah. Also, excellent that you know you got it focused in. You know where it works with the stock market, and you got you know the the support going with your group and everything. So excellent. Yeah, very good. Um, and uh, maybe at some point we're gonna have you back on again. So let's see how things are going down the road. See where you've traveled to next. Yeah, right, Brian. Thank you. Thank you. Nice, nice meeting you and connecting with you, and I appreciate the offer to be here. Yeah, thanks again. Um, well, everybody, uh, thanks for being here and uh, you know listening in today, and we'll see you all on the next episode of the Consistent Profits Podcast. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on the Consistent Profits Podcast, brought to you by Inside Out Trading. Make sure to swing by Inside Out Trading and pick up your copy of The Proven Formula for Consistent Monthly Profits. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe on your favorite channel, and we'll see you on the next episode. Cheers!